Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and sit down. And a good Wednesday morning to you here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. If you don't have to go out this morning, don't. And if you do, wear plenty of layers. I'm telling you what, 10, 15 feet makes a world of difference when you're getting out to your vehicle in the morning, especially before the sun comes up. If you're under the carport, you're good. But if you're that second car that's parked behind the first car in a one-car carport, you're going to have to use the defrost. Or you're going to have to scrape. Either one. 22 degrees right now in this part of the world. I would imagine as you get closer to Cherryville, maybe even into upper Cleveland County, maybe you're not even at 20. I got to be honest with you. I didn't sign up for this in November. This is not cool. I'll tell you what is cool. We're going to talk college basketball today. A couple conversations. One with somebody that you should know very well from this area. Her team is in Rock Hill tonight taking on the Winthrop Eagles. That would be Nicole Woods of the UNCW Seahawks. Is UNCW playing out of conference, a member of the Coastal Athletic Association, formerly the Colonial Athletic, taking on the Big South Winthrop Eagles tonight, 6 o'clock. For those of you that are not planning on heading that way, you should plan on heading that way. For those of you that can't make your way to the game tonight, certainly it'll be on ESPN+. Nicole Woods will be on at 7.40 this morning at 8.20. Quentin Farrell of the Presbyterian College Blue Hose, a club that has 
gotten off to a pretty good start this season. The one tie, the one connecting point that these two programs have with each other, Nicole Woods' UNCW team and Quentin Farrell's Presbyterian College Blue Hose team, is both of their teams were picked to finish dead last in their conference. Now, we've had a pretty good level of success with teams that were picked at the bottom. Dan Rothwell took a winless team last year, and they were able to get five wins on the gridiron and actually make the playoffs for North Gaston. Now, UNC Wilmington, they're still trying to get rolling. Presbyterian has really gotten off to a good start, including a Power 5 win on the road against Vanderbilt. We'll have a chance to talk to Quentin Farrell about what might be different this year. And how excited he is and his team is to prove the pundits in the Big South Conference dead wrong. Now, again, I said this yesterday. I'm not saying that Presbyterian's going to sneak up on anybody this year and win the Big South. However, I do think this team has proven that they're more than capable of winning games in the Big South Conference based on their non-conference schedule so far. We'll have a chance to speak to both of them today. Tomorrow, we'll continue the college basketball theme. Isaiah Kozart, we talked about him yesterday. For Eastern Kentucky, A.W. Hamilton's the head coach there. We mentioned that. A.W. Hamilton actually has connections to this area. He is the coach at Eastern Kentucky. Isaiah Cozart on Monday night got the program's first ever triple-double. The third double-figure line was block shots. Doesn't happen often at all. In fact, I've only seen it one time with my own eyes. And that was in a women's game. We'll get a chance to talk to Isaiah Cozart tomorrow. Also, we'll have a chance to talk to Joby Thomas tomorrow. It's Joby Thomas who handles color analyst work for the ESPN Plus broadcast of Charlotte 49ers basketball. We'll be on the show with us talking about the 49ers, the American Athletic Conference, and what this 49ers club can look forward to through this season. That'll be coming up tomorrow. Of course, we're going to be talking about some high school sports. I've got some high school basketball to talk about here in just a little bit. We've also got some high school football to talk about because the Shelby Golden Lions are one step away from a state championship game. So they'll take on Reedsville. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. So let's go ahead and get into it. Of course, last night was the start of the ACC-SEC Challenge. 
So last night there were six games amongst myriad other games going on. For instance, Purdue, the number one team in the country now, beat Texas Southern 99-67. to Marquette, the third-ranked team in the country, beat Southern University of Louisiana 93-56. to Eastern Illinois gave Kansas a little bit of a start. Kansas beat the Panthers last night 71-63. to Baylor... The ninth-ranked team in the country beat Nichols, 108-70, formerly Nichols State. Gonzaga, ranked 11th in the country, beat Cal State Bakersfield, 81-65. Last night in the ACC-SEC Challenge, Ole Miss and Oxford, Mississippi took down North Carolina State, 72-52. The South Carolina Gamecocks. 6-0 for the first time since their Final Four team. Remember that? 6-0, they beat Notre Dame last night, 65-53. Missouri beat beat Pitt, 71-64. Clemson, on the road, beat Alabama, 85-77. That's a good win for the Tigers. I doubt very seriously we're going to talk about it much in today's show. My co-host is of the opinion that the Clemson Tigers basketball program, a bit of a paper tiger, if you will, but this was a good win. They beat Alabama 85-77, Alabama the 23rd ranked team in the country. Mississippi State fell to Georgia Tech, not a good look for the Bulldogs, 67-59, in favor of the Yellow Jackets last night. And wow, this was a delightful surprise. The Kentucky Wildcats, ranked 12th in the country, beat number eight Miami in Lexington last night, 95 to 73. I know that I'm in a vast minority being a Kentucky Wildcats fan. That's the team that I grew up with, and in this part of the world, that doesn't sit well with a lot of folks. But I do have to say this. This team's a lot of fun to watch this year. They've opened up the offense. They're shooting more threes. It almost reminds you of the Rick Pitino teams back in the early eight, I mean, the late 80s, early 90s. It's a fun bunch, and they got a big win Last night against the Hurricanes. Of course, more of the ACC-SEC challenge will happen later on this evening. Other scores from around the area. Winthrop beat Bob Jones last night, 90-49. Michigan State got past Georgia Southern, 86-55. Furman beat South Carolina State, 86-78. The Citadel Bulldogs, 81-52 over Charleston Southern. Looks like the Citadel is a much-improved team this year. And speaking of much-improved teams, Western Carolina got past Tennessee Tech last night. Western Carolina is 6-0 on the year. NBA score from last night, the Charlotte Hornets fell 
to the New York Knicks, 115-91. NHL score from last night, Carolina Hurricanes, a 4-1 win over Philadelphia. Mikey Bunting got the Hurricanes on the board in the first period. Brendan Lemieux in the second period picked up his second goal of the season. Took a 2-1 advantage into the third period, and that's when the Hurricanes closed it off. Seth Jarvis snuck the puck past the keeper to make it a 3-1 score, and then Jesperi Gokinemi got the final goal of the game to close out the 4-1 win for the Hurricanes. They'll take on the New York Islanders in Raleigh tomorrow night. The top two teams in the Metro Division Face off against one another. New York, a 15-4-1 record. Carolina Hurricanes, 13-8-0. The Islanders have a five-point advantage on the Hurricanes. Still very early in the year. But for this Hurricanes club, a lot of expectation. A lot of pundits in the NHL thought that this is a team that could very well come away with the Stanley Cup. We'll see. High school scores from last night. Ashbrook. Ashbrook's boys. 76-68 winner over East Gaston. We're going to have to keep an eye on that Ashbrook team. They're going to have to be dealt with. We'll be following that club going into December as they have put together a very fine start to their season. Lincolnton last night over Stuart Kramer. The boys won 58-48 over the storm. The girls of the Stuart Kramer storm beat Lincolnton 67-30. Last night's action, Palisades boys could be a tough year for Forest View. Palisades beat Forest View 86-36 on the boys' side. The girls got a 49-45 win against Palisades. Cherryville blinded their opponent, the North Carolina School of Math and Science. They blinded them with math and science last night, winning 59 to 50. And last night, south of the border, South Point traveled to Fort Mill to take on the Yellow Jackets. The girls' game, the Yellow Jackets beat South Point 55 51. The boys' game, a much closer affair, though four points, not a big separator in the girls' game. Fort Mill beat South Point 67-66. to Today in high school basketball, Bessemer City goes to North Gaston. North Lincoln travels to Forest View. Friday night, Bradford Prep comes to the rec center to take on the Highland Tech Rams. I'll actually be at that game. Should be a lot of fun. So there's a look at the scores. Of course, there's a lot to talk about. Corky Franks will join me in the next segment. One of the things that we'll be talking about is the David Tepper press conference from yesterday. He made an announcement that he would have a press conference, certainly dressed for the affair. However, 
I think it left the panel, the gaggle of reporters that were there, maybe wanting a little more and maybe wondering why David Tepper ducked out so early. We also had a chance to hear from the new interim coach of the Carolina Panthers. And then something interesting happened yesterday. Of course, we've been pretty much covering this because of our access to things. But yesterday, the Gastonia Honey Hunters, or what was the Gastonia Honey Hunters, finally made its way onto the Charlotte radio airwaves. We'll touch on that briefly because, folks, there's a lot we've got to uncover here. There's some things that just aren't accurate. We're going to try to shed some light on some of that as we continue on this Wednesday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Before we go to break, I do want to remind you folks December 9th, December 9th, the Hometown Heroes Banquet would take place at the Gastonia Halls Event Center, 181 West Main Avenue in downtown Gastonia. The Hometown Heroes Banquet, what I know of it right now, so Jeffrey Springs will be part of the Hometown Heroes Banquet that starts that day, Saturday, December 9th. A 5.30 social until 6.15, dinner at 6.30. This is a coat and tie event. Tickets are $50. If you're interested, Medical Center Pharmacy in Gastonia, College Park Pharmacy in Belmont, and the law offices of attorney Robert Witt in Mount Holly. That's where you go to get your tickets. December 9th in downtown Gastonia, the Hometown Heroes Banquet. We come back on the other side of the timeout. Corky Franks will join me on this Wednesday morning. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. So glad that you could join us. Folks, now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet is everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media or visit homeoutlet.com. Corky Franks, good morning. We're over here looking like a Unabomber. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. But it, it's okay because... I feel like I've been bombed. Okay. Yeah, and I'm feeling it today. Struggling a little bit, huh? No, I don't think I'm struggling. Hold on a second. Okay. Do I need to shut off line two for a second? No, we're good. We're good. I feel like it's just you and I having a conversation and nobody's listening in. Maybe I need to change the tune here just a second pick up the pace you know something I, yeah i woke up not feeling good look as cold as it is outside no nah, the cold the cold i mean i hate the cold but uh i may have a cold <laughs> you may have a cold <laughs> i got something which wasn't that. brought on by the cold no no that's the big that's a wives tale the cold don't get you cold germs get you cold germs give you cold but still... Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
Germs give you colds, not germ, not germ give you cold. <laughs> Hold on a second, man. I can't hear. Hold on a second. Okay. Let's try, let's try this. See, now you know. Okay. Okay. I see you working. Yeah, let's see if this works. Okay. Yeah. How about that? See, now you kind of look like a Radio Yoda. No, now I look like a... Uh, a football coach with a hoodie on. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. Look like Bill Belichick over here. Like to have his money. Be nice. Now I ain't feeling it today, man. I woke up in the middle of the night, sore throat, struggling, couldn't sleep, no energy. Did yeah. you go work out? Yeah, of course. Taking no day off. Okay. That's for sissies. Okay. Rub some dirt on it, boy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll get through it somehow or another. Yes, we will indeed. We, give me a chance to start talking junk here in a minute. I'll get through it. We'll go by quick. Well, I look, there's there's going to be opportunities for that today. However, in between all of that, going to have a couple of really good conversations. We get Nicole Woods back on the show at 740 this morning. Now, we're going to be catching them as they leave the hotel and head to the Winthrop Coliseum for their shoot-around today. It's the downside of being on the road in college athletics. You don't get to pick your shoot-around time. Well, that's the good side of uh, having a radio show. You can pretty much get people on when you need them on. <laughs> that works out well. You know, it works out pretty well. We're working on it. We're working on it. You going to have any press conferences today? We're not going to have any press conferences today. Not at all. Yes. And if we don't have a press conference, it's still only going to be 13 minutes less than the press conference that was held yesterday at Bank of America Stadium. You know, we were talking yesterday about people being insecure and th things like that and surrounding themselves with uh, nepotism. And you see it everywhere, right? Did you see what Scott Fowler said? Did you see that comment? I heard about the comment. I have not seen directly what he might have put out. He, he wrote an article, I think, Monday. Um, God, what, what, what was that article called? Says something about he fired the coach. He needs to fire himself, <laughs> right? That's what his article said Monday. Well, and he wasn't very happy after the press conference either. You know why? They wouldn't even call on the dude. Said he sat in the front row and raised his hand up, being courteous and respectful. They purposefully, purposefully. I told you yesterday, man. We, uh, Brian, you've seen this happen forty million times in life. There's nothing new under the sun. You get in the pattern, it's going to be the same result. That's how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it works. And you get a guy like this, you know, we talked about him yesterday, surrounding himself with a bunch of yes men. Yes, Mr. Tepper. Yes, sir, Mr. Tepper. Yes, sir, Mr. Tepper. You make sure that son of a blank don't – he's not asking any questions. Let him in here. He's. I'll show him. I'll show him. Yeah, I'll tell you what you're showing him. You're showing him what an idiot you are for running a football team. Good grief. What do you prove? You he, Oh, he won. I didn't let you ask a question. Well, good. He'll go write another article about you and expose you even worse. I mean, come on, man. Just own up to own up to you're not a good football owner. So that's good. Say so you need some help. Don't know what you're doing, but you know how to make money. <laughs> you know? Dude's good at making money. Did did you get to hear any of the press conference? No, I was I was reading the transcript. Nobody no, who who wanted to hear from him this week? Oh, oh. Look, I know I wanted wait, to. Wait, 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 wait. Who wanted to hear who wanted to hear from him if he was going to be accountable and own what's happening 
and say he wants to fix it. Everybody. But did anybody want to hear what he said yesterday? Well, but, I mean, you never know that going into it. I can't stand people being politically correct. And just can people. See, I, 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 don't, I don't have as big a problem about being politically correct as you do. I do. I can't stand it. Well. Because you never, you never know when somebody's telling the truth or not. Just tell the truth. Well. Not your version of the truth. 99.9% of the truth is still a lie. You got to tell it all. If you're going to tell it, tell it all. Okay. I. Hey, listen, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm worth $10 billion, okay? I did pretty good over in this hedge fund, hedge fund thing. But uh, obviously, I'm not doing too good of a job running this football team. And I don't know what I'm going to do about it, to be honest with you. i got to get some people in here. Things ain't working well. I've had an uh, interim coach 25% of the season. I'm the second losingest owner in the last since I've been an owner. Yeah, we gotta we got to change some things. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm part of the problem. Maybe I need to go do a little self-reflecting. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with this guy now. Yeah, I can get down with this guy. Okay. Not, not I like Frank. He's a fine man. Come on, man. You probably cussed him out and talked bad about his dog and everything else behind the scenes. You, you've seen it happen before. Okay, so let's – Let's say that this plays out the way you just described it. Then what? People's got you back now. People want to help you. Do they? Sure they do. So <laughs> so you don't think in this world of we build you up to tear you down. You don't you don't think that people wouldn't continue to mercilessly just pound on him. No, not if the dude's trying. If they are, that shows what kind of character they have. Okay. Not whoa, 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 whoa. Let me finish. If they do, that shows what kind of character they have, not him. I always said, Brian. You got something to say to me, come say it in my face. It hurt my feelings. You, you, you talking about being behind my back, that don't define who I am. That defines who you are. Okay. You got something to say, say it. What you going to do, get your feelings hurt? Get over that. You, ain't, you can't offend me. How you going to offend me? Not if you're telling the truth. That's not offensive. Okay. We going to have church here in a minute? Bible study? No. <laughs> no, I... Look, this is what I found intriguing. Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Tell me the truth. Okay. okay. But but again, that's when it comes to this type of thing, it's not the world that we live in. It, it it's just the world isn't. I live in. Okay. And, and Okay. All right. That's, that's why I have a short fuse for a lot of things. That's, that's fine. Zero tolerance. Okay. But here's the one thing that I found a little troubling and very puzzling. But it may have, he may have inadvertently, or maybe it wasn't, maybe he, maybe he intentionally did this, but maybe it was in fact inadvertent. I think we saw what part of the MO for Tepper Sports and Entertainment truly is in that press conference. So, for instance, one of the most thoroughly thought out, most elaborate answers to any question that we had that wasn't even necessarily a direct answer to the direct question that was given was spoken about how things have improved so greatly when it comes to events being held at Bank of America Stadium. 
concerts, the money that has been generated from these concerts in these types of events. It's, I found it interesting that the improvements, the things that he was the most proud of seemingly in the press conference was the fact that the music scene is far better than what it was at any point in Charlotte, North Carolina. And now, here we are. I just, I just find it really intriguing. And so, I just thought it was something that was uh, quite interesting um, about that press conference. I also thought it was quite interesting that, again, 13 minutes was the length of time that was allowed, given, for questions to be asked. I think the obvious thing that wasn't asked, and I think the reason that it was not asked initially is because the, the media, the journalists, the radio personalities, the talking heads that were there, the thing that they were trying to do was kind of feel their way into the conversation a little bit. Now, in hindsight, I think a lot of these folks, if given another opportunity, would have asked about Scott Fitterer immediately. But as it turns out, because of the length of time or lack thereof that was involved in this press conference, Scott Fitterer never got brought up. Now, Scott Fitterer never got brought up. Scott Fitterer wasn't there. Obviously, if you paid any attention to talk radio at all in Charlotte yesterday, that was one of the key topics. Why wasn't Scott Fitterer talked about? Why wasn't Scott Fitterer there? And there was a wide variety of opinions. I don't think there's any question that folks understand that Scott Fitterer has much to answer for as it relates to why the Panthers have had little to no success this season, that it has been an unmitigated disaster as it relates to the Carolina Panthers. So. Didn't you find it strange how he wanted to talk about the good things that he wanted to, t he wanted to talk about things that would give him credit, but he deflected or didn't talk about other things that were honest and obvious. I saw one thing on social media that I think said a lot Listen, about this conversation. People wanted to talk to him about the football team. Anyone trying to talk to him about the Rolling Stones and Luke Combs and people like that? Okay. Nobody cared about that. We're talking about football. It's football season. And that's the point that I saw on social media that someone made. Someone made the point, and this is just the one that I picked up on. His answer to things that he doesn't want to talk about is, we're not going to get into that right now. Yeah. It's a paraphrase of sorts. Yeah. Okay. I'm paraphrasing. We're not going to get into that. Well, that was exactly the reason that you should have had a press conference to begin with. That's what people want to talk. That's what they want to hear about. It's the very thing that you don't want to get into is the one reason that you should have had a press conference, and it's the one reason that you should have been addressing the media to begin with. But those are the things that don't get talked about. That's, that's the whole point I'm making. Nobody wants to hear about that nonsense. That's what you have in a business meeting trying to get sell sponsors and stuff. Hey, listen, uh, 
you know, we got this concert coming to town. Here's the numbers that we did. We sold out. We did. We made this much at the gate. We made this much at, at the concession stand. Uh, this is how much money it generated for the community. Hey, we'd like for your band to come here. That's the conversation. You have that conversation for those people. This football season, man, you just fired your coach. Okay. They want to know what's going on. So is it possible that inadvertently or otherwise, we found out exactly yesterday what the focal piece is for what's going on of, over at the corner of Mint and, and or, or right there at Mint Street. I mean, have, have we basically been given the directive that David Tepper is living under? The focal point of what his operation is is not really the Carolina Panthers. It's not even really Charlotte FC. Dude, he's, he fired. It's, it's the enterprise of Tepper Sports and Entertainment. Yeah, he's in the money-making business. And this question came up on Charlotte Radio yesterday. And when we get a chance in the second hour, I want to pose a question to you because I think it's a question that's worth asking, and I think it's a question that people need to consider. And if you consider it, it may change the way you look at this whole thing from top to bottom. Let's take a break. When we come back, Nicole Woods should be joining us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So we'll take that break, and we'll be back in just a bit. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us 
at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. The University of North Carolina, Wilmington, UNCW Seahawks come into Winthrop Coliseum tonight to take on the Winthrop Eagles in women's basketball action. And that gives us an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Seahawks, Nicole Woods. Coach Woods, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? I'm better than excellent. How you doing? I am fantastic. It is so good to hear your voice again, Coach Coach, let me let's just start out. You, you're you're about okay. a month into the season. How's it been? Your first foray as a head coach at the Division One level. It's been great. You know, it's is they say it's completely different when you take uh, one step over and one move over one seat. And they uh, are telling the truth. It is completely different. But I, I'm really enjoying it. You know, I've got a great group a great group of young women. Um, they, they're doing everything I ask them to do. They're trying hard, they're working hard. Um, and we're, we've, we've, uh, you know, built a strong culture. And so, uh, life is grand. Well, this club is getting ready to head over to the Winthrop Coliseum for, uh, their shoot around this morning. So we know you, you, you don't get to pick that kind of time on the road. So we're going to be brief with you, coach, coach, you talk about the reality of being the head coach, moving that seat down. What's one of the things that in all of the preparation that you had made as an assistant coach moving up the ranks, what was the one thing that there was not a coach in the world could have prepared you for what you're experiencing now in the lead chair? You know, nobody tells you what it's like when you're standing there coaching your first game. I mean, Brian, you know, I don't get very nervous most of the time. That had to have been the ner- the most <laughs> nervous I have ever been in my life. And it was just, it was literally a scrimmage. And I remember I just stood there the whole time. I didn't move. I didn't walk up and down the sideline. I didn't do anything. I talked to what I said, what I needed to do for my spot. And I just stood there. And it's just like little things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest thing, though, for me is decision fatigue. At some point, you just don't even want to make a decision anymore. You don't even want to decide what you're going to eat for dinner. You just want to show up and eat something. You just have so many different um, things that you have to be the, the last one to say yay or nay to. And so that probably would be my, my big thing. Coach Nicole Woods here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me ask you this. You're, you're beginning a lengthy road trip. I mean – you're going to be playing seven of the next eight games that the Seahawks play all on the road. This is the first of a four-game road trip that's going to see you guys go out to places like Iowa State. You're going to eventually wrap up the trip 
back here in the area taking on Davidson. Obviously, the travel is part and parcel of coaching a, you know, a program, your first gig, that kind of thing. How difficult was scheduling for you in your first year, or was everything already mapped out for you, and now the real search begins in the offseason preparing for next year's schedule? Yeah, I would say probably 80% of the schedule was all, probably 85% of the schedule was already done whenever I got here. And so we just had to uh, fill in a couple holes, um, exhibition, scrimmage, and I think maybe one other um, game that we had to, that that we needed to add. And so, um, you know, this was already done, and we pretty much already got our schedule done for next season as well. You know, the good and bad thing is, is you know, we haven't been very good the last few years, so everybody doesn't want everybody wants to play you, so you don't have a, a problem finding games right now but that's going to change sooner than later no question about it nicole woods here with us on the rush hour morning show coach obviously when you come into a situation to where you're the new coach running the program you're in a league the coastal athletic association obviously not a lot of love from the pundits and the folks that do the preseason polls and things of that nature what are, what are you telling the young ladies on the team? How are you approaching the fact that not really anyone expects much out of the Seahawks this season? And what are, what are some of the things you guys are able to do to offset that, to, to give yourself a perspective that, no, we're going to surprise some folks. We're going to show them that Seahawks stock is going to be rising really quick. Well, you know, we, we posted it up in the locker room, of course. And, you know, we always say all we got is us. Nobody believes in us than, than us. Nobody knows what we do every day but us. And so it's up to us to go out and prove people wrong. You know, I told them the good thing is you don't have any expectations to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and everybody who's watched us has, has said, hey, we, we see the improvement each game, each game, each game. And so... A lot of people don't realize seven of my 11 players haven't played. They either were freshmen, redshirt freshmen, or just didn't play, were freshmen last year and did not play very many minutes. And so some of these things, you know, we just have to work out and it's a, a on-the-job training type thing. And so we're going to get there and, um, you know, we, we hope, of course, that it clicks all the way today uh, versus Winthrop. But if not, we're going to continue to pound the stone and continue to um, chip away at those things. Well, certainly this club, um, in doing some research, because, of course, I'll be covering the game tonight on ESPN Plus down at the Winthrop Coliseum, you take a look at your club and, and you look at the players, where they're from, you look at some of those lineups and everything, this is a big club. This is a club with a little bit of size. This is a club that could create, create some problems for a smaller Winthrop club. What are some of the things that you find are the most important for these youngsters? Because it's clear that they've got the size. There's no doubt about it. They yep. can play. That will translate into the, to the Coastal Athletic Association. But what's the one thing that they need to learn quickly to be able to really be relevant in this league as soon as possible? You know, um, at the end of the day, we when you look again, as you said, at the at the roster and the makeup of the size of our team, and you know, different things of that nature. 
um, you know, we, we have a, a nice looking squad and we do, you know, the biggest thing for us is we just have to believe. We got to believe in our abilities. We got to believe in our strengths and talents, believe in our teammates, believe in our coaches, just belief in, in what we're doing here. And, you know, I believe that, you know, I always say, you know, you can believe, but you got a hundred percent belief, you know, and uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. And that belief will, will kick in whenever you start getting punched in the face. I think it was Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the, in the, in the mouth, right. Or punched in the nose, something like that. And um, that's the hard part, being able to still bounce back whenever, you know, things don't go your way. And um, the second quarter is our nemesis right now. We get punched in the, in the nose and we, we, we have tended to uh, have a little drought right there. And so that's the area that we've been focusing on um, getting uh, 1% better at. Well, just a couple questions I have left for you here. Head coach of the UNCW Seahawks, Nicole Woods with us. Coach, obviously you're starting out this road trip very close to Gastonia. You're wrapping up this road trip very close to Gastonia playing at Davidson. How important is it for you to get back into this area as much as possible, given the fact that you were born and raised right here in Gastonia? Well, I mean, of course, it's always a good a good thing to come home. And, um, you know, it's not so much about me. It's about I've got a few players on the roster from Charlotte. Um, I have a couple down, uh, have a couple in South Carolina. And so, um, you know, I want to get uh, closer to where their friends and family can be able to come around to see them uh, play as well. And when we do come here, you already know we're, we, we've got a, a full pass list. My church is coming, you know, my middle school coach is coming. And so it should be a fun time. I, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing everybody. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, all, all uh, that's going to transpire today and, I believe my team is going to show up and we're going to have us a good time. Coach, I got one final question for you. One of the things, and actually, I got to be honest with you. I didn't know that it was this way, but I'm starting to find out it's this way. On your own social media, you've been doing a lot of singing lately. Um, <laughs> and, and I want to touch on this because, you know, we got a little low-key Anita Baker kind of thing going on here, and, I, I, and I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. What is oh, what is it in your experience? What is it that gives you the the willingness to kind of throw it out there and just be so transparent to where you're to the point you're willing to sing on social media? Sounds like there's a lot of positive things going on in your life, and I would love for you <laughs> to describe it right now. Well, you know, uh, one thing I will tell you is I only know how to be one way, and that's to be me. And um, I'm a preacher's kid, you know, singing is one of my favorite things to do. And I don't even think I realized that I sang as much as I did um, <laughs> in practice, for example, until I saw the, uh, the mic'd up. And so um, at the end of the day, I tell our players all the time, like, you need to have fun. You know, you get to play the game you love with the people you love. So you might as well have fun doing it. And, um, you know, I, I try to, to never lose uh, sight of that. Uh, it's something that I, that I enjoy doing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how good I am, but I, I'm going to keep doing it. Well, it's, it, it always warms my heart to hear a little bit of soul coming from you. 
throughout the course of your social media time. So keep on singing, Coach, and keep on coaching. I'm, I'm looking so forward to catching up with you and your team tonight as you take on the Winthrop Eagles. And can't wait to catch up with some of the, some of the family and friends. It's going to be great seeing all of you at the Winthrop Coliseum. Coach, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you. See you soon. All right. We'll catch up with you later on today. That was head coach of the UNCW Seahawks, Nicole Woods. Great, great to have her on the show anytime we can. She is, she is a ton of energy, and she translates that to her kids so well. Who sings better, Brian, you or her? She coach? does. She does. I need to check that it's out. It's not even close. Not even close. Not I mean, even close. Y'all kind of grew up in the same area, right? We did. Uh, as it turns out, um, her mama... Uh, was actually my kindergarten teacher. Okay. When when you and I didn't I didn't know this at the time. It was completely okay to do your kindergarten at the YMCA. So I did kindergarten at the YMCA growing up. I, it was it was weird. It was bizarre because at the YMCA you end up doing a lot of dances to Eric Clapton songs and things like that, and it it really felt more like camp than it did school. But that's where I spent my kindergarten, and, um, you know, a lot of love, a lot of respect for Nicole and her family and, and all of her friends. Obviously, the time that we both spent at Belmont Abbey uh, was a massive, massive thing, and, and it's been so good to watch her move through the ranks and finally get her first head coaching job at the Division One level. Coach is full of energy. As soon as we got her on the phone this morning, right before she came on air, <clears throat> I said, how you doing, Coach? She said, better than excellent. I said, I need some of that energy. She said, you just got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling you. this. She, 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 she's a big picture kind of thinker, right? She really is. Yeah, she, she understands it's going to take some time. Just like she said, she's got all those freshmen playing. What she say? Seven out of 11 uh, of her girls are freshmen or first time playing. It's going to take some time, and she understands that. And she's willing to put the work in. Well, and this is – mean- Is it? Okay, think about this. Wasn't that hilarious that she just sat there and told on herself that – how nervous she was her first you know, first night coaching, and she just stood in the same spot. <laughs> you know, looking back on it now, she'd like to do something different, right? But she owned that fact. Sure. I love talking to – I mean, we have so many people who get on here and, and, and say and just make fun of themselves and laugh because they know what it takes to be a winner. You know what I'm saying? She has been around a lot of quality coaches in the women's game, and – Yes, she was probably, or she could have just said, "We're not going to talk about that right now." Well, no, that's 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 not how she is. That's not at all how she is, and that and what, what it, if it she, comes through. What if she'd have got on here and talked about her singing career, not her basketball team? Think that would have been good? Kind of like what David Tepper did yesterday. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Look, I, <laughs> see n- what I'm saying, Brian? Nicole Woods. See and, what I'm saying? Nicole Woods and David Tepper are two different not people, the same person. Yeah. Um, but I, but I really do. I'm, I'm really happy for her. And, and let's be honest. I mean, she's in a place at UNCW. I mean, there are worse places in the world to play college basketball. Right there on the coast, um, the weather usually really, really good in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Playing in a good league. I mean, when you see some of the teams in this league that are playing there, I mean, Campbell – in the Big South Conference, was a perennial power. They were vying for the championship virtually every year for an extended period of time. Campbell 
This year in the Coastal Athletic Association, they're a preseason number 10. According to the pundits, there are nine teams that are supposed to be better than Campbell. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but the reality is there are a lot of good teams in this league. When you look at Towson and Stony Brook, there's Delaware. I mean, let's not forget about Delaware. You know, Delaware, the home to Elena Deladon, who is, you know, an NBA player who's had massive success. You know, this, this league is home to those schools, very legitimate programs, and it's going to be a tough road for Nicole. The Seahawks are going to have to bump their head a little bit some against some really good teams. But I really do believe that Nicole Woods can get this Seahawks program in a direction that brings about an immense amount of respect, not just for the program, but for her as a coach. They're going to be in town tonight. Can't wait for that, right? 6 o'clock, ESPN+. Plus. If you can't be there, if you can be there, um, there'll be a lot of familiar faces there. There'll be a really good... Gaston County presence at that contest tonight. Uh, what's their chances of winning tonight? I honestly, I th- I think the I think they're pretty good. Yeah, I, I think this will be a very competitive. Were they one in, one and four right now though? They're one and four right now. Um, but again, and and you can look at the schedule. I mean, they're going to be on the road playing the likes of Iowa State, Nebraska. I saw that. I mean, yeah. they're they're not hiding from some of the top competition in women's basketball. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna have some struggles against programs like this. I think we're gonna see a really entertaining game tonight, and I think it could be very competitive. So if you've got an opportunity, make your way down there six o'clock. If you can't, you can tune in on ESPN Plus. You'll hear a familiar voice telling stories about Samika Randall Lay and Nicole Woods. Hour one is in the books. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Panthers a little more. Might even drop. The Gastonia Honey Hunters. There's some things we probably need to to clarify as it relates to this situation. Some of the things that may or may not be true that's gotten into the Charlotte media. So we'll continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.